0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> To the Mystical Matchmaker Show. I am your host, Marla Martinson, matchmaker, author, and Reiki master. So I love talking love, and I know that so many of you out there are hoping to find your soulmate. You are dreaming of that special someone, and oftentimes, because of our uh, programming, our society, We grow up thinking that it's going to be a fairy tale. Once we do meet that special someone, that person that, you know, that we've been dreaming of, we feel, wow, that, you know, our life's going to be perfect. Everything's going to go great. What could go wrong? But little did we know, I found out the hard way, maybe, I guess you could say, that you need some skills. You need some skills to keep the relationship going. Um, people are different, even if you are you think that it's a great match. You have different quirks, different personalities, different wounds from the past, different wounds from maybe past lives, uh, your childhood, uh, whatever you've gone through. So today I am going to have a chat with one of my favorite people, amazing, talented, intuitive coach, Susan Allen, uh, who I've done a lot of work with. Uh, Susan and I have a a free training for all of you. If you go to my website, uh, marlamartinson.com, under, I think it says free training, it might be under work with me, but you'll see, free training. And Susan and I went in the studio uh, last year and had a blast and filmed a free training for uh, women on how to find that perfect person. It's called How to Marry a Billionaire. Uh, But you don't have to marry a billionaire, you could just marry, uh, find a great guy too. So uh, I'm going to bring Susan on, and we're going to chat about this. Hello, Susan.
1: Hi. How are you? You
0: sound great. Uh, so, yeah. This is going to be a great conversation, because I would love for you to share with the listeners about this uh, six-part conversation that you developed, because once you find that person uh, that the, I found out through you, through your amazing coaching that you did with me, that I tend to bicker and I didn't know I was bickering. <laughs> and we do things that we don't realize that trigger the other person, that doesn't work, and we wonder why we have a 50% divorce rate at least. So um, give us a little insight onto what you need to do after you find that perfect person because we don't want to go down to the divorce court and, and deal with that and then hire you as a mediator, which you do as well. <laughs> please, right, <laughs>
1: please no. So the, the interesting thing about bickering to start with, is that anyone who bickers will tell me they're defending themselves. Yes. So defending yourself doesn't work. It is a death march. It's bickering. It persists and persists. What you have to learn is how to calm yourself before you speak so that you become really calm, really joyous, then you no longer have this need to defend yourself to begin with. That's all in the past when you were just a reactive machine. Don't do it. So the first step is self-empathy, where you calm yourself down before speaking. Because believe me, with the thousands of thousands of people I've worked with, men and women, not one of them enjoyed hearing defensive words from their partner. And not ever, ever, ever did that improve the relationship. So it just doesn't work. We don't do it. We do Mm -hmm. 100% of what works. We do 0% of what doesn't work. We have great lives for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. So the second part is now you've got this person who's saying something to you that obviously he or she's angry at. So now it's about you calming them down, right? You're not going to get anywhere If you're calm and he or she is still pissed off, that's not going to go anywhere. So now you have to learn empathy, how to calm your partner down. And that comes from listening, not from refusing to listen. That comes from understanding what he or she needs, not by refusing to understand. So your intuition, which is to run away from unpleasant words, is in fact dangerous. The most dangerous thing you can do if you want to retain a relationship is to refuse to listen or walk out of the room or slam the phone down. You married this person. You chose this person. Now, if you want to have a future with them, you've got to hear what they're upset about, and you've got to learn to motivate him so that you solve the problem. You can't avoid the problem.
0: Yes. If I can interject right here, this is a good example. Yes so yesterday my hubby was on his way home from Beverly Hills. He had gone to lunch with some friends to get got to try to get on the four oh five to get back to the valley was a literal nightmare. It was a parking lot. He was so frustrated, he had to pee, he had to go find a place to go to the bathroom, then try to get back on. He didn't get home from lunch until six thirty at night. But in the meantime, he wanted to talk to me because he was so frustrated. He called me, but my phone was off because I was meditating. So then finally when he got through, he's yelling at me, why didn't you pick up the phone? I can't, I can't stand it when you don't pick up the phone. And he's yelling. And, and I, my hand, my finger was right, almost, it was right at the red button to hang up on him. <laughs> and I said, and I remembered Susan's words, and I, and I took a deep breath, and then I said, oh, honey, I know. It's so frustrating, the 405, and then I just listened to him and let him rant. So there was a good, because I almost did hang up.
1: (laughs) As, you know, as anybody would. You know, your natural inclination, of course, would be to hang up, but it doesn't work. If you're not already in a relationship with someone who rants, please don't get into one. It doesn't serve you in the future. It's going to require too many skills, and it's going to require... A lot of training and a lot of support from me, you know. However, if you love this person and you're already with this person and you want to stay with this person, then what Marla described is exactly what works. Now, you don't need to let this person rant for more than 30 seconds or 45 seconds. You want to jump right into self-empathy to calm yourself down and empathy for him. Oh, honey, I can only imagine how much you wanted to be able to find a place to go to the bathroom and then take Sepulveda home without, you know, Mm -hmm. having to waste any more time. And that, you know, that slowly calms him down. Whatever it is your partner is upset about, you need to master the ability to understand what the need was that wasn't getting met and exactly, exactly how to communicate about it. And then you have peace, and then you have a wonderful life together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So what's the what's the next part of the conversation? Well, we have self-empathy where you calm yourself down. Okay. We have empathy where you calm him down. Okay. Then we have self-expression. Now, self-expression in the example you gave would be after you calm him down, after he's relaxed, after he's stopped at the gas station on Sepulveda, let's say, you know, the one that I know, you know, mm-hmm. after he does that, you know, before he gets to the Valley and he's, you know, mm-hmm. r- 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 solved that problem. Yeah. You know, then you say, um, you know, I'm just can only imagine. This must have been so annoying. So you're finishing the empathy because you really want to get home. And when you get home, I'll have a wonderful blah, blah, blah waiting for you, sweetie. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, so something to encourage him, something to remind him. Remember, we live in a culture where there are ten women in many cities for every great guy, and the women are fabulous. So Mm -hmm. you're competing against your peers for the one or two fabulous guys who are single so, yes, yes, you do have to work harder. Yes, you do have to try harder. That's a given. Oh, yeah. You know, if you look at if you look at everything that goes on with the Hollywood celebrities, you look at all the plastic surgery the women stars have to have, the men rarely have to have anything done. They can age right. gracefully. So, yeah, yeah, you're in a um, buyer's market, and the buyers are the men. You're not in a mm-hmm. seller's market. So you have to be very, very practical and know, yes, you do have to work harder. But the women that I work with who I help find fabulous men, if they're not candidates um, for Marla and her, you know, high, high ticket guys. So -hmm. when I help women find their perfect partner who may be, um, you know, not interested in a very beautiful woman and may not have that much money, etc. So they still have to be kind, sweet, loving, passionate, considerate, caring, generous, financially independent. They still have to be all the things that most men want.
0: Yes. Okay. And uh so th- being that it now okay, have we gotten through all the six parts?
1: Well, it give me an example because it's not really helpful to just describe what they are. I mean, I can say okay. it's self-empathy, so, empathy, self-expression, right, right. So, reflection. So- clarification solution but you want to hear an example
0: right right so so you so these you call it the six-part conversation which is which is really miraculous the way it works uh because just those just the first part that we're talking about that that key um it's it's really i would say the key to it because like you said we do these knee-jerk reactions we're defending ourselves um, so even if, let's say, my husband, will, if if he says, "Oh, uh, you know, you use this detergent, I don't like that," or whatever, and then I say, "Yes, but that one doesn't pollute the environment," and that, so I'm I'm I had felt like I was constantly defending myself, and he'd say, "Don't argue." Uh, don't, you know, excuse yourself, don't, so I would have, I really needed this training and had to turn things around because I did feel like I was constantly defending myself, which was in definition uh, leading to bickering, because when, when you go on the defensive, the other person's not going to just lay, roll over and say, oh, okay, you're right, so they're going to start on the, <laughs> defending their self, right, and then that's when it like snowballs into this, you know, big, mushroom cloud you know of disaster (laughs) it's
1: hideous it's hideous I've been there I've done that how do you think I decided I needed to develop something that was more effective you bet now I want to say something about this dream life partner you know this spiritual connection you know if somebody had told me before I married my first husband that a karmic connection with a partner was a recipe for pain and excruciating suffering, Mm -hmm. which it most often is, because you're finishing up unfinished business from many past lifetimes. If Mm -hmm. I had heard that, if I had understood that, I would have gone into that marriage with preparation. But instead... I foolishly did it in two marriages because I never heard this before. Mm. And I did it in another relationship as well. So I'm telling you, don't do what I did. You can have the most incredible, uh intense experience with that person, but be very careful and wait long enough to see if it's going to hit you in the butt too.
0: Well, how did you know that this was a past life or karmic partner? How can people find this out?
1: Well, you know, you and I, Marla, we're very, very to the divine, and we see things, right. and we are, mm-hmm. you know, in, you know, we have intuition, and so yeah. I saw past lives with each of these three men, but mm-hmm. uh, tragically, because this is so long ago, nobody knew what they know now nobody you know we didn't have the internet we didn't have anything in those days so if you didn't find the right book and the right spiritual bookstore of which there were like three Mm weren't going (laughs) to find this out and i didn't know this you know so i felt this connection with this first guy and he felt it too and then i did have this vision in which i saw us in ancient greece And I saw that it hadn't been wonderful for me, that he had been a bully. But yet I thought, oh, I naively thought, oh, well, in this lifetime, he's going to make it up to me. Yeah. So this was the second part of the nonsense that I believed. I believed that everybody was as kind and nice as I was and generous and caring and sharing and all that nice stuff that I am. And you are, Marla. And in fact, Mm -hmm. none of these three guys were anything like that. They saw me as a soft touch from previous lifetimes, and they Mm -hmm. wanted more. And I had to end both of those marriages, and I was engaged to the third man and didn't marry him. So it's, an, it's a feeling you get, an intuition, even if you're not capable, as I was, of actually seeing the whole experience. But I will say that past life regression, breath work, it works very well. It's very effective. Mm-hmm. I did, I don't know, I must have done 30 sessions to drill down even more deeply to see exactly what it was
0: yeah you can hire a practitioner a past life regression you know Fabulous. therapist or whatever <laughs> which and I went to a a channeler um uh here in Los Angeles who channels Grace Kavanaugh who channels osira and uh she, I was there for like an hour, hour and a half and, and uh private session and it was so amazing and she she went into this whole long story about me and Adolfo back many, many lifetimes ago in Ireland, uh when he uh actually when they used to have slavery there and I was sold to him as a young girl. Uh and I get it. I totally older. get it. Yeah, so it was yeah. very interesting and, and listening and listening to what they said a lot of it clicked, you know, the, 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 the dynamics and all of that. I was like, wow, that really rang true. So, so uh, it's interesting how then we reconnect in these other lifetimes um, and go through. And, and it, it, sometimes we think, oh, it's a past life connection. That must mean it's a soulmate. We're traveling together. It's so great. So many times it sounds like what you're saying is it's, we it's not good could you think it can ever be great or is, for the most part it's no it's a dangerous one no it
1: can never be great because it's mm-hmm. already wired into your psyche now are you asking me a question if somebody's willing to spend 40 years
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is about as long as i've worked on myself so if somebody's willing to spend 40 years almost every single day doing work on themselves. To eliminate the past so it's no longer in their body, no longer in their genetic makeup. Remember, karma and genetics means the same thing. Mm-hmm. Genetics is just okay. a medical oh, term, the scientific term for karma. It's the same thing. Oh. So, no, there's only one person I know who I've ever seen who has the ability, legitimate ability, to change people's karma and genetics That's confirmed by his best friend, who's the head of genetics at Harvard, and that's the Mm -hmm. remarkable Howard Wills, W-I-L-L-S. So, you know, I started with him, and I had, you know, chronic genetic allergies and asthma, and he worked on me, and, you know, Mm -hmm. soon it all disappeared. But other than that, no. Hmm. And he never said to me, he never said to me, let's work on that last boyfriend of yours and make him into the fabulous man that you hoped he would be. Right. And I did send him to Howard, and he did eliminate my, my fiancé's prostate cancer. But make oh. him into a nice guy? No. 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 <laughs> so the best, you know, the best best suggestion, you probably heard it from your grandmothers, is when in doubt, out. Oh. <laughs>
0: And, and, you know, it's like
1: with addiction, why would you start a relationship with somebody who's an alcoholic or a heroin addict? You wouldn't. If you were smart Mm. enough, and you were paying attention enough, you would, you know, just graciously, slowly move away.
0: Same thing. Yeah, and and a lot of women, I think, um, will, will feel that, well, the guy has a lot of potential, but I can change him. I think some women think that and that's, there's no such thing
1: as potential.
0: Oh There's no okay. such thing
1: as potential. You you may be looking at somebody's IQ but then you have to acknowledge what is their EQ, what's their emotional quotient? They're mean, they're selfish, they don't share, they're sleeping with other women, they have zero yeah. EQ if you're describing what I just described. So someone right. is intelligent but has no EQ, that's not gonna change in this lifetime. Right. Or somebody has uh, you know, a karmic series of addictions, whether the addiction is to rage or whether it's to a substance or whether it's to any other behavior, as I said, you know, unless you hire Howard Wills and he works Mm -hmm. on this person a lot, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, a lot, that person's not going to evolve in this lifetime. So again, the smart move is not to hire me to help you how to deal with them. That's not the smart Mm -hmm. move. The smart move is to avoid. Now, if you're already in the relationship and you have children and they're young children, of course you need me because you can't avoid anymore. The tragedy when you have children, the huge tragedy, is you can never get away from your partner because the laws in every country where I've done mediations require that both parents have connection with their children, have access Mm -hmm. to their children. Even with the most horrendous person in the world where it's supervised by a professional who is going to make sure that that father or mother doesn't abuse the child, they get to see their children. So be aware of this. Every woman who gets pregnant needs to be in a stable relationship with a sane and stable partner before she gets pregnant. Yes, and
0: I've been uh, getting some clients in florida lately i have two or three men over there and i've learned that uh if you're if you have a child together in florida you cannot move i think it's 50 miles away
1: that's most states. that's most states. you can't you can't just Mm -hmm. pick up and go unless you want to give up your custody right you know it's a big complication
0: yes yeah it is so it's think about state. that because, yeah, I've uh-huh. I've always been astonished when women will have a child with some guy who's whatever, beating her up or a terrible guy. But then so that happened. OK, fair enough. But then she goes on to have a second and a third. <laughs> and then right. you're really stuck for life. Right. So,
1: so, well, you're you saying, know, when you uh, say that. When you, yeah. you know, when you say that, Marla, when a woman calls me for her first free session, I give an mm-hmm. hour free telephone session to anybody. I just did it with a woman in London on Monday. And mm. I have, you know, people in all states. And it's so fascinating to me. They will tell me how terrible their partner is. And then they will tell me some things about what's wrong with them. And I say, um, so I imagine you have a few children or you would have left. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, we have two lovely children. Mm-hmm. To which I respond, I understand the first child. Mm-hmm. But there's no way you can explain away the second child. Mm-hmm. There is no explanation because by unless something terrible happened, like many people know from my book, you know, the merry-go-round Mm-hmm. Or, how to save your money, your sanity, and your life, and you can download that for free on Amazon, so the marry go round, or how to save mm-hmm. your money, your sanity, or your life and your life, and so many people understand my husband my second husband was perfectly sane until a medical doctor in Beverly Hills gave him testosterone and human growth hormone at the same time, unbeknownst mm-hmm. to me unaware of the dangers that occur for many people, for some people it's safe, most it's not, Mm -hmm. and he became uh, literally a dangerous maniac. Mm. So that can happen. But for most women married to bullies, married to dangerous bullies, they knew this before they got pregnant. They may not have understood the dangers, but they had an inkling of it. And so to those of you listening who may be in this situation, please call me for a free session. You have nothing to lose. I will talk to you about how to either work with him in a peaceful, motivating way so you create peace if it's possible. And I will also talk to you, if you prefer, about how to get away in a safe, peaceful, and inexpensive manner. Because I've been through all of this and I've worked with so many women and some men in this situation.
0: Susan, what's your phone number that, that people can call?
1: Thanks, honey. 818-314-1200, 818-314-1200. And it is okay. so and, uh-huh. important to truly understand that you want to reach out now you want to call me or you want to text me on that number now before you take any action. Never mention yes. the divorce word at home. Not ever until you speak right. to me and find out how to avoid a war. You yes. can't afford a war. Now, in the seven stages of divorce that I discovered, which are described in the book, The Marry-Go-Round, you'll understand it's panic, denial, agony, rage, epiphany, negotiation and peace. So the last three are fabulous. And epiphany is where you realize nobody sold me into slavery in this lifetime. I walked in. Now I got to walk out. Or nobody forced me to agree to XYZ. Now I've got to find a practical, peaceful, safe way to get a different outcome. So that's epiphany. Negotiation, as in any day of your relationship, because you're always negotiating with your partner, it's what's really important to you. You'll give up what's not important in order to retain what is important. That's called life. So most people that I speak to have never had negotiation training. They're not corporate. And I've been in corporate America for 40 years negotiating contracts. So Some people just need to learn more successful negotiation and do it sweetly and do it calmly. (laughs) Well, not like our president, you know. (laughs) So everyone
0: listening, Susan is absolutely fantastic. And like she said, she does do a one-hour free session. Isn't that uh, generous and amazing? So you can contact her. Her website is in the show notes. And please go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com, and get your free uh, ebook with with wonderful affirmations and also a guided meditation that I did in the studio for you to put those wonderful self love affirmations into your into your subconscious. Uh, sign up for my newsletter to keep in touch. I also started a new Facebook group. It's called Love Yourself, Love Your Life with Marla Martinson. So come on over and join so we can have wonderful, uplifting conversations and motivation. Uh, Also, don't forget to check out me and Susan's free training, How to Marry a Billionaire. And it's on my website as well. So um, sending you much love and peace. And until next time, thanks, Susan, for stopping by.
1: Thank you, sweetie. So, so love being here. Bye,
0: everybody.